Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. So when it comes to incremental growth in an organization, what are the three best practices or three best steps to getting to that? Hmm. Number one, buy the book, Chief Optimization Officer, Shattering the Status Quo, and read it. (laughs) Oh, shameless plug. Way to go, Scott. Okay, that was shameless. I'm really impressed with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and what else would you have to say would be like the things about incremental growth? Well, so... First and foremost, I think we have, I believe we have to level set and say, um, for the vast majority of us, incremental growth is how you're going to be successful. That's a likelihood of finding the, the magical silver bullet or this one thing that may jettison you once, the likelihood of you finding that and jettisoning and jettisoning and jettisoning is, is relatively rare. Do you know, I think that's the piece that is the huge misconception. I need the home run. Okay. And the, the problem with home runs is it takes so much effort, energy, puts all your eggs in one basket. And so if you're thinking, I just need the golden ring, you know, that big old secret, you can look for that for a long time and never find it. However, you can look for small incremental steps that move you forward that will actually get you there faster. And that's the piece that it's not as sexy and it's not as exciting, but we can look at all sorts of organizations that were super successful by incremental growth, right? And one of my favorites, believe it it or not, is Apple. Okay. If you think about Apple, look at how many iPhones that they have brought out since the introduction of iPhone. What is it, Scott? Like 14, 15? Versions of the iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, probably fifth. I don't know. I mean, right? 17, I don't know. But here's, here's my favorite thing, right? When the last one came out, Scott, what did you do? Oh, I ordered it and uh, picked it up. And what day did you pick it up? Oh, it was the, I mean, it was the first day. Now I usually, I mean, like I will typically have mine across three, two to three versions, but yes, in this example, I, I yeah. You literally, we were in Kansas city Yep. And you made an appointment in Kansas City at a certain time to go pick up the brand new latest phone. Yeah, it totally well, worked. It and you love that phone and okay? The fact of the matter is, it's not reinvention of the phone. It is an incremental step forward on that phone. Okay? So that for me is like one of the things to really understand even one of the biggest if not the largest company in the world is growing with incremental growth, okay? So you don't need the one big home run hit. 
you actually can be super successful with these small incremental steps. So that's kind of the, one of the first things to know about incremental growth. I don't, I don't know if anyone watches the blacklist. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So th- there, there's a episode on the blacklist where, um, Reddington talks about, and, and I just happened to see this episode the other day and it hit me where he, what he says is the future is a sucker's bet, a maybe a contingency, a what if the only thing that is real is the present. And he, what he was emphasizing is why put off something you could do today to move forward versus say, well, let me step over that hundred dollar bill to pick up that quarter or right. It's like, no, if you can do something and and go now, why would you wait? Right. And you know, it's funny about that because there are so many places that people don't even think about like incremental growth because you're like, yeah, but again, it's, it's not big. It's not sexy. Right. So they're overlooking this phenomenal opportunity, that hundred dollar bill to go find that little thing. That's, uh, you know, the dime. And it's small things like, hey, what is it that our customers are asking for? Um, Where are places where we're not efficient and effective? Is there a way for us to actually make our service faster and more customer friendly? Those are small, tiny places where truly, if we were to just look there, there's probably opportunity that is that $100 bill. It's just not sexy. And yet... That hundred dollar bill makes a big difference in our organization, and and it. I think the other part of this incremental growth is where is there opportunity to get a little bit better, mm-hmm. and where is there an opportunity that we can become more consistent. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to use the word standardize, and that may be unpopular. That doesn't mean you know everyone has to do it right handed. It really is saying how are we more consistent. And, and then look at when we're consistent, is there a gap or is there something we could do better? Because then we can compare against that consistency. If people are doing it 30 different ways, I think it's really hard and I would even say impossible to say, did you really get better? Right. Right. Without being consistent first. Well, the consistencies takes a lot of the variables out of this so that we have a better chance of measuring it, you know, from that particular spot. So I do think that's important. And I think the other thing that happens is sometimes as we're looking at making those improvements, how do we become more consistent? People want to go to this place where it's like, it has to be perfect. Okay. No, it doesn't. It just has to be better. Right. And so we can spend forever trying to make it absolutely perfect when reality is, is that we can actually maybe get an 80 percent improvement by just like making these small incremental changes in that spot. And that is a big win in of itself. We still have another 20 percent that maybe isn't working for us over here. And that's perfectly fine. And we have to have our workarounds or whatever that is in that space. But if we actually got to the place where we actually made progress instead of saying, well, we can't implement that yet. I mean, how many times have we heard that in an organization? Well, we don't have the perfect plan yet. 
And so yeah. they just keep keep kicking the can down the road. And, you know, the other one I would say is, you know, consistency first. Yeah. Then technology, because that's the other thing I see is, oh, well, let's get a new technology or let's do this. And then let's put all these bells and whistles and automation. And all it does is it just tells you that, you know, your process already sucks. The technology <laughs> just tells you that your process sucks and it just tells you faster. Yep. Absolutely. But here's the piece of this too. There is a, there is a gift in speed. Okay. Yes. So I will also tell you, we have so many organizations that plan, 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 plan. What's going to happen. Let's take all the risk out of this plan, 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 plan. You know what? Just go quick. Here's the deal. Do something, analyze it, learn from it, do the next thing. Okay. And you and I oftentimes about that, we call it quick, quick. It is this place where it's just like, don't go slow, slow, (laughs) go quick, quick, learn, do something and learn from it, do something, learn from it, do something, learn from it. That little spot of just doing something small, learning from it, something small, learning from it. You start adding that up. And in a year, it is amazing how far you've gone. Okay. So this whole thing about getting it all planned out and perfect, no, quick, quick, go quick, quick. Phase, I mean, it's it really is, if you can do it in phases, it will allow you to go quick, quick. Yep. That we don't have to say, let's do this whole big plan. And it's and we're, we're also not saying don't plan. Just right. plan a chunk. A chunk. I, I, think, I think IT people call it a sprint. I was thinking is agile. So it's probably in the same spot, but that's really the spot. It's like, make a quick decision. Yeah. Go see and, and what happens. Yeah. Go do it. Learn from it. And, and of course you, you have to balance risk. Okay. Like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to lose all my customers. If I do this, um, that sounds like maybe that's not something you go quick, quick. Well, and, and I want to be thoughtful about and planful. How about some smaller decisions? Yeah. Again, if it's incremental, let's make it smaller, okay, so that we aren't risking. That's the piece about that, right? It's like, let's, like, we can do it in a department. We can do it in a division. We don't have to do it company-wide, and we can see what the impact is, right? Try it. Yeah. Make a decision. Try it. Learn from it. Make the next decision. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, it really is like shoes. You could try New Balance and find out that they're awesome. (laughs) And it's a quick, quick decision. So one of the things that the CEO of Amazon, right, talks about, okay, is he comes in and says, if you wait... 90% of the cases, right? You're going to be too slow to take advantage of what was there. Okay. So you should move forward with something in the vicinity that he talks about is like move forward when you have about 70% of the data, because if you do that, you are ahead of the curve and you can learn the rest faster. Waiting for that 90% slows you down and you miss the opportunity. And I, I believe if, I, if I'm thinking of the same article, it also talks about the research around that says once you hit that 70% and you make a decision, it's rare that your decision would be different if you got more data. 
And so that time frame between 70% and 90% or 70% and 100%, that time is wasted excellence. You probably have what you need in that moment. You're just doing that to make yourself feel more confident. When in reality is that's the time when you need to run. That's the time when you need to go quick, quick. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in the podcast description box or reach out to us on LinkedIn, also in our podcast description box. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.